quick question for you. Yeah. What type of dog do you love the most? The Philly special, the Philly mixed breed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have three of them. So just like a good old fashioned mutt. That's probably my favorite because they're unique because they're, they're, you know, one of a kind. You can't find another dog like it anywhere. So that I think is the most special. Yo, Philly, listen up to all our small business owners. Not just our small business owners, also our entrepreneurs, our creators, our dreamers, our doers. This is Small Business Saturday. Every week we're dropping knowledge about small businesses. Man, you know what? Just listen to the podcast. But we try to do a cool intro. But however we promise the podcast, we will be dropping gems. We will be dropping knowledge. We will be dropping the tools you need to succeed in your small business. All right. So every week, every Saturday, stay tuned with Small Business Saturday. Let's get it. All right, everyone. This week on Small Business Saturday, we have Samantha. Holbrook, and she is the president of Citizens for No-Kill Philadelphia, a Philadelphia-based animal welfare advocacy organization. Sam has been involved in the animal welfare uh, world since 2008, when she joined the ranks of Philadelphia's shelter volunteers at ACCT, PSPACT, or PSPCA, and uh, PAWS. She has since also been an active foster parent, taking on roles of fostering dogs, cats, kittens, and even puppies. She graduated from Penn State, okay, Let's go state, uh, same same uh, university. In 2007 with a bachelor's degree in political science and Spanish, uh, and then went to Temple School of Law in 2011 where she graduated. And she actually interned for the Humane Society of the United States and was president of the Student Animal Legal Defense Fund. And now she serves on the board of citizens for a no-kill Philadelphia's rescue subsidiary, uh, City of Elderly Love, a foster-based rescue organization that focuses on senior pets. And she's practicing attorney and currently lives in North Wales with her husband, seven-month-old son, three rescue dogs, and a rescue cat. Sam, thank you for joining us. Quite the introduction, quite the background, and I am glad to have you. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. Now, obviously what stands out is that we're both Penn State grads, both living in Philly, both, you know, entrepreneurs living the dream. Absolutely. Go Lions. <laughs> so you were there... Graduated in Good to meet a fellow Penn State grad. I know that there's a lot of us out there, especially in this area too, like in the Philadelphia, like whole Pennsylvania region. Definitely, I know. Makes you feel right at home, right? <laughs> have you met a lot of other Penn Staters since you've been here? I have, yes, yeah. Um, I've grown up in the area too, so I knew once I got my first visit of, up to main campus there, I knew I wasn't going anywhere else, and uh, so I will begin the indoctrination process of my son soon enough. Uh, yeah. hopefully have a future lion on our hands here. Yeah, so you have a seven-month-old. I do, yeah. So life is a little busier these days. Boy or girl? Boy. What is it like having a seven-month-old and being an entrepreneur and, like, as involved as you are? Busy. <laughs> uh, it's busy, uh, but in the best way. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's challenging. It's exciting. Um, you know, and that's kind of having a baby is just, you know, it's just another part of me who I am and it, we make it work. You know, we, I, I'm doing what I love. I'm, I'm momming. I am, you know, running the Citizens for No Kill Philadelphia alongside a board of incredibly dedicated women, um, you know, who are also other working moms. I am a practicing attorney. So 
life is busy, but it's good. We're, we're making, we're making it happen. Now, being a mom, do you have any days off? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not and anymore. Not in the past seven months. <laughs> <laughs> and so I know you were telling me earlier, you used to live in the city and then you recently moved uh, out to North Wales. I did. Yeah. I lived in the city. Um, so like, like you mentioned, I went to Temple Law and graduated in 2011. So I lived in the city starting in about 2008. And then I moved out to the Burbs last year um, before the little guy came along. So love Philadelphia. You know, it still occupies a really big part of my heart. Love the city and really love being able to give back to the city and its pet owners and its animals through the work that we do through Citizens for No Kill Philly. What area, this is like me being curious right now, what area of the city do you think is most populated by like pet owners, like, you know, owners who have pets? You know, that's tough. Um, There are pet owners kind of throughout the city. Uh, You know, I lived in graduate hospital when I lived there and, you know, I was, I have three dogs, so I was constantly out walking my dogs, and you get to know a lot of the dog owners in the area, and, you know, I'd say I would pass one, two, you know, four or five dog owners every time I would take my pups for a walk, so I think that that area of the city, there's definitely a lot of dog owners, um, you know, and you look at where the dog parks are, kind of along Schuylkill River, um, you know, down near Taney Park, I mean, you have Northern Liberties, you have Center City, I mean, there are dog owners all over the place in Philly. We are a very dog-friendly city uh, and cat-friendly city. We have a lot of cat owners in Philly, too. So I actually have two roommates. Um, we're all in our late 20s. I, don't, I, I like to think I'm too busy to have a pet because I can barely take care of myself, I feel like, sometimes. But I, my roommates, um, Jen has a dog and John has a cat. So we have a full house. Well, that, that's probably the best form of pet ownership is through your because you get to, um, you know, have all the joys of pet ownership, you know, maybe without any of the hardships of, you know, actually paying for those vet bills or, or having right. to drive to and from vet appointments and stuff like that. But I reap all the benefits. Exactly, exactly. But um, no, it's, it's all good stuff. And I, I don't think I could imagine living in a house without a dog or a cat. It's, it's busy here, but it's a lot of fun. It's very organized chaos, I like to consider it. Yeah, so real quickly for everyone listening, give us a quick introduction about the business, you know, No Kill Philadelphia. Sure, so Citizens for No Kill Philadelphia um, is an animal welfare advocacy organization. We're a nonprofit. We're comprised of pet owners, taxpayers, um, who really want to work together, work with pet owners and elected officials in Philadelphia and work towards making Philadelphia a no-kill city. Um, and what that means is that you know, no-kill means that no healthy and treatable animal is euthanized in the city um, in shelters for space uh, or overpopulation. So it's... You know, we, we've made considerable strides in Philadelphia as a city in the last decade um, and in more recent years. And I'm sure we'll, we'll get into the finer details of that as we talk, but we, we can do it. I mean, Philadelphia as a city, we can definitely do it. Um, we can get there. We can get to no-kill status. You know, right now, the save rate in the city shelter is, you know, I think it's upwards of 85%, which is pretty darn good for a city of this size, especially when you consider 
um, the, the number of animals that are coming into the city shelter every year. So CNKP is really working to change that, um, you know, working to increase those life-saving efforts, uh, increase those save rates, and also decrease the number of animals coming into the city shelter every year. And how, you know, what's, what's the background of how and when it started? Sure, so CNKP was founded in 2009. Um, at that time in Philadelphia, um, you know, the, the animal control shelter was a rather dismal place for a pet to end up. Um, you know, I, I don't know if you're familiar with the shelter nowadays, but you know, it's, they have a, a thriving rescue program, you know, a great volunteer program. It's open to the public. You know, the members of the public can go, they can adopt dogs, cats, seven days a week. Um, you know, it's, it's great. You know, they're, they're doing considerably better. Um, back in 2009, there was, there was just a lot of room for improvement and a group of very concerned citizens banded together and, you know, wanted to make sure that the animals' voices were heard, wanted to make sure that elected officials in, in Philadelphia knew that, you know, hey, listen, you know, we're pet owners, we're taxpayers, and we care. We care about what's happening to these animals in the city shelter, and we want to make a difference. And so that's why Citizens for No Kill Philadelphia was founded. Have you, have you uh, combined efforts or worked with any other organizations? Like, who do you guys typically partner with? Sure. So we, we work with a whole bunch of animal welfare organizations, shelters, rescue groups in Philadelphia, um, you know, Animal Control, um, ACT Philly, obviously, you know, a huge partner of ours, PAWS, the Philadelphia Animal Welfare Society, another great partner, Pennsylvania SPCA, um, you know, another huge partner of ours. We work with a bunch of local rescue groups. Um, you know, there are countless ones throughout the city. Some of them are brick and mortar buildings. Some of them are foster based, um, you know, which means that they kind of operate out of a network of foster homes. So we, we will work with anybody and everybody who shares in our mission of making Philadelphia a no-kill city. Um, you know, and oftentimes that means yeah, you know, working alongside elected officials too to just make sure that they know that these issues are important to their constituents um, and that we care and we want to see a change. And what's primarily your role there? Like, what do you usually do? Sure. So my role as the board president, like I said, you know, I, I work alongside some really amazing members of our board of directors and we collectively form, implement, carry out, you know, the programs of Citizens for No Kill Philly. So I touched on it briefly, but really what we're aimed to do in sort of moving Philadelphia towards a no-kill city is tackling the problem from both ends. Um, the problem being euthanasia in city shelters. So what we want to do is we want to work on the front end with pet owners in Philadelphia to ensure that they have access to um, the resources that they need. They're properly educated. Um, they have uh, resources to help them keep their pets with them in their homes to avoid surrender to the shelter. But then we also work on the back end for those animals that are already in the shelter. We have our, our signature event is uh, With Love Super Adoption Day. It's a huge adoption event, event that we host every year um, you know, for the past several years, we've been down in Northern Liberties, down at Schmitz Commons, 
and we just take over the piazza for the day with a bunch of shelters, rescue groups, to give organizations a unique place to showcase adoptable animals, really celebrate the joys of adopting, um, promote adoption, promote rescue, promote foster homes, do everything that we can to get the word out, to get these animals out of the shelter and into safe loving homes. Wait, um, when is that? I think I've seen that. You probably have seen that. Yeah, so the past few years, we've been having it in September. We are in the process now of planning this year's event. Not sure yet where it will be, um, but stay tuned, and we will definitely be posting details as they unfold. Now, obviously, are there a lot of animals at the event? Yes, there are. We have dogs, cats, puppies, kittens. We've had pigs. We had pigs for a few years, and they were painting pictures, and it was amazing. Um, you know, we we also have a bunch of you know non-animal organizations there, so people selling dog collars, leashes, um, human clothing, dog treats. So we, we have a, a bunch of different things there. It's really an event that's very family friendly. It's an exciting day, even if you don't think that you want to adopt, but you just want to come out and, you know, pet some loving shelter pets. Uh, it's, it's really fun for the whole family. Do you, do you guys work with the Morris Animal Refuge at all? We do. Yeah, we do work with Morris and they have attended um, our With Love Super Adoption Day as a rescue organization for the past several years. We actually did a small business Saturday video on them back over the summer. It was really That's good. Great. They've, they've got a great program going too, so I'm glad you guys work together. Yes, we do. We do. Yeah, I mean, Philadelphia's animal welfare scene is a pretty close-knit group of organizations in that at some point in time, everybody kind of works with everyone else, um, you know, or at least tries to, you know, they're at least familiar with, aware of, kind of trying to complement one another, um, because really we're all working towards the common goal of saving lives. And, and so that's why, you know, we, we really are better and more effective and more efficient when we all work together. Absolutely. What would you say some of the, like the biggest challenges you guys are facing is, is it more around like financing or is it more just like getting the word out? Yeah. So, so funding is certainly a challenge. Um, you know, we're a smaller nonprofit. Um, we rely predominantly on donations from the public. Uh, grant money. And so we, you know, we're, we're not funded by the city. Yeah. So, um, you know, we, we have to kind of rely on the donations coming in the door to sort of, to keep us going. Um, so that's, that's obviously a challenge. Um, getting the word out is a challenge as well. Uh, but we've been doing, I'd say a pretty good job of trying to network and do community outreach and really just let pet owners know that, we're here, um, you know, we're, we're here, we wanna help. Um, and, you know, we, our, our slogan, you know, for our community pet help desk is, we get by with a little help from our friends. You know, everybody kind of needs a little help from time to time. And so we want pet owners to know that, you know, if we, if we can help in any way, we're here, we can do it. Um, and we wanna have a presence. And like, is your staff, is it mostly like volunteer basis? Most of our staff is volunteer-based. Um, however, we do currently have um, two paid employees that operate our community help desk 
out of a satellite office that is housed inside Animal Control in Philadelphia. Um, and that was made possible by a grant from PetSmart Charities that we received as a part of the Philadelphia No-Kill Coalition. Um, back last year in 2008, uh, kind of the big three animal welfare organizations in Philly, ACT Philly, PAWS, and PSPCA, um, banded together and founded the Philadelphia No-Kill Coalition, um, which is you know, kind of speaks for itself and what it is, but it currently consists of 21 organizations that are members of this coalition. Of course, CNKP is one of them um, that all share the common goal of making Philadelphia a no-kill city and kind of working together to see what are the ways that we can maximize our efforts in doing so. Um, as part of that coalition, like I said, CNKP now has its help desk housed inside the walls of ACT Philly. Um, and we have two part-time employees that are there seven days a week. They cover you know, the span of seven days a week um, and they are be, being able to field calls, um, you know, talk with owners who walk in, answer emails, and work with pet owners who are in need or think that they need to rehome their pets um, to help them try to keep their animals with them in their homes and avoid surrender to the city shelter. Okay. Well, that's really good to hear. So um, you were cutting in and out a little bit during that? That's, that's fine. I heard some background noise too. It sounded like the ocean. I, I don't know. How, how long was it going on for you? Uh, probably like 10, 15 seconds. Where are we in this? Okay. 30. Okay. Around 30 minutes. And gotcha. I got most of it though, but I, I might have him cut out some of that. Okay. You sound good now. How do I sound? You sound good now. Yeah, it was weird. It just was, it almost sounded like sound effects. Oh, that's super weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. I was checking. I was like, uh-oh, do I have something open on my computer? But I don't think it was me. Okay, I think we're good now. Okay. Um, so, jumping back into it, you know, there's a lot of really amazing, you know, nonprofits like this across the country. And just, you know, you guys being specific here to Philly, what also makes you guys really different? I think uh, what makes us different is the type of programs that we are running here in Philadelphia. Um, so I've talked about the community help desk a little bit and, and let me dive in a little bit deeper on that. So the community help desk is basically what it sounds like. You know, we, we are a lifeline for pet owners in Philadelphia, um, predominantly those pet owners that are, you know, low income or need additional assistance with their pet or are looking to rehome their pet or think that they might need to surrender their pet. Basically any owners that, you know, are struggling um, with their pet and, and need a lifeline, you know, we're kind of there to provide that safety net to the best extent possible. And, you know, how have you guys gone? Hearing, let me just stop you right there. Sorry. I'm hearing that sound a little bit again. I am too. Cut out just a little second there. Okay. I don't know if it's Zoom or what the deal is. You're good again now. I'll mark, I'll mark that down. Okay, cool. Let me know if you want me to do that again. 
No, it, it, I didn't have any issue really there. Okay, cool. Quick question for you. Yeah. What type of dog do you love the most? The Philly special, the Philly mixed breed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have three of them. So just like a good old fashioned mutt. That's probably my favorite because they're unique because they're, they're, you know, one of a kind, you can't find another dog like it anywhere. So that I think is the most special. That's, that's our Lila in our house. Yep. Really special, really mud. Exactly. <laughs> um, so what have been some big accomplishments that you guys, that you're super proud of? So, yeah. So the, through the community help desk, you know, like I said, we have the different programs um, we have our pet pantry program, which is we go into a different low-income neighborhood every month, um, you know, every four to six weeks. We are boots on the ground, go into a different low-income neighborhood in Philadelphia. We provide free pet food and supplies um, to pet owners in need. Um, that is probably one of my favorite parts of what we do as part of the help desk because we are able to get out there and interact with these pet owners who are amazing, loving pet owners. Maybe some of them have just fallen on hard times, you know, might be struggling financially, and we're able to provide them with food and supplies that they desperately need and help keep those pets and their families together. Um, and that's definitely one of my favorite things that we do. And to date, so our pet pantry has been in existence since October of 2013 was when we kicked it off. To date, we've distributed over 64,000 pounds of pet food, um, feeding about 6,180 pets and assisting around 2,100 families. So that's pretty darn awesome. Um, it's also exciting to see familiar faces from one event to the next that you know, we see our participants that come back month to month and, you know, we're able to continue to provide them with pet food to help keep their pets' bellies full and keep those pets out of the shelter, which is a win-win for everybody. Absolutely. You said 6,000 pets. You've, you've helped feed that exactly. many? Yes, we have. Yeah, like I said, I feel like it's filled with dog and cat owners. Um, we, I think that we probably have seen... I mean, definitely, I know we're always low on cat food. Um, I think that Philly does have a lot of cat owners. I mean, I think, you know, you see the dogs more often maybe because people are out walking them, but a lot of Philly homes have cats. I didn't know that. Yes. I see some in windows sometimes when I'm walking through the city. Yes. And a cat is a great pet for the city. Um, mm -hmm. Even somebody that might not think they have time for a pet, hint, hint. Cats are really awesome, low-maintenance pets. I would definitely get a cat. I would definitely get a cat. I would say that. Well, I can point you in the right direction. So I'm going to hold you to that. Maybe a kitten. Start with a kitten. Well, kitten season is upon us. So you uh, have your pick of the litter, so to speak. Oh. Unintended. What, um, last question's here for you. What's like the hardest thing and also the best thing about what you do? The hardest thing and the best thing, um, you know, okay. So the hardest thing, you know, we already touched on funding. Um, I, I think the hardest thing is when, when we can't help, um, you know, when a situation may be 
too big, you know, or out of our reach, or, you know, it, there's a medical need that, you know, we just, we, we aren't able to provide a referral for or coverage for, um, you know, or there's a situation where a pet owner is desperate and, you know, they need somewhere for their pet to go immediately. And we just, we don't have an open foster home or, or a boarding facility. And then that owner has to surrender their pet to the shelter. I mean, that's really challenging because, you know, a lot for a lot of these owners that ultimately do end up surrendering their pets, you know, it's, it's not their first choice. It's, it's not what they want to be doing and they really feel forced into doing it. So I think that that's a hard part about what we do is kind of seeing those situations where we can't help. And then on the flip side, the best part about what we do is being able to step in and help and say, you don't have to surrender your pet to the shelter. We can give you dog food, you know, and help you keep your pet. Um, you know, we can refer you to a low cost vet clinic that is going to be able to give you those antibiotics. So you can, you know, get your cat better and keep your cat and you don't have to surrender it to the shelter. So that is the best part. Those success stories really make it all worth it. And, you know, I mean, like I said, going to the pet pantry or being at the help desk and just talking to these owners and seeing their pets are family. And I mean, I know you don't own a pet, but you live with pets. I'm sure you can kind of understand that once a pet is in your life, they really are your family members. So when we're able to help keep pets and their people together and keep families together, that really makes all the struggles and all the challenges all worth it. Yeah. I mean, my roommates definitely treat their pets like family and it's, it's funny. It's like having a child in a way. It is. Yeah, no, it definitely is. Having a human child as well as several four-legged children, um, it's, it's a little different, but the love is, you know, I mean, it's there. Like you, you love them as if they are your children and you want the best for them, just as you would your human child. Which child's your favorite? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can't answer that. Next question. <laughs> uh, so what's next for, uh, for the, the nonprofit? So, you know, we want to continue doing what we're doing and we just want to make more of an impact. You know, we, we want to be able to see our programs grow. We want to be able to grow the help desk, um, help more families, help more pets in need, prevent more surrenders, um, and just really see those numbers just, just keep going up. Yeah. And for everyone listening, where, where can we find more information? Where can we find you online and social media and all that? Sure. So we have a pretty big social media presence. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. We are Citizens for a No-Kill Philadelphia. You can find us, uh, our website is www.phillynokill.org. Uh, we are also on Twitter, um, Philly No-Kill, and on Instagram, Philly No-Kill. And we try to do social media posts, you know, at least once a day. So be sure to like us, follow us, and um, get involved. We're always looking for volunteers. Awesome. Sam, thank you so much. This was an absolute pleasure. It's, uh, it's always good to hear someone from like a similar background, you know, us both having gone to Penn State and, you know, moving into Philly, you know, helping the city, helping other people, you know, helping animals too in your, in your case. So it's just great to hear that. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, do you have any other questions? Do you have any questions for me about like marketing or anything business related that I might be able to answer for you or 
you know, anything you want to leave the, the viewers and listeners with? Just, just to, you know, get involved. I mean, I, I really started, um, I mean, my involvement in animal welfare in 2008 kind of happened uh, by chance, so to speak. You know, I was an animal lover growing up and, you know, had always had a passion for animals, a passion for working with animals, but I ended up in the city shelter in 2008 because uh, my boyfriend, now husband's roommate at the time, um, his dog got out of the house and was lost. You know, we were scouring the city looking for the dog, ended up at Act Philly, and, you know, we're looking for this lost dog. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I never knew this place existed. Um, you know, and through that sort of was asking about volunteer programs and asking about, you know, if, if they ever need help with people coming and walking dogs. Um, as an aside, his roommate's dog was totally fine. He was hanging out next door the whole time. Um, <laughs> that's besides the point. Um, but, you know, it's, it, it sort of encouraged me to seek out those opportunities to donate more of my time and to give back. I mean, I ended up, I went to Temple Law School, you know, I was kind of right up the street and I would go walk dogs at Act Philly in between classes, you know, or at the end of the day, if I got out of class early, um, you know, I'd go walk dogs, kind of giving up some of my free time to walk a shelter dog or cuddle a shelter cat and, you know, makes a world of difference for that animal. Um, and it was really rewarding to me too. So, you know, even if it's not getting involved with animals, get involved with local programs. I mean, there's a lot of social programs in Philly um, that could really use volunteer assistance. And, um, you know, we're always looking for volunteers. So that would be my final words would just be get involved, help out your fellow Philadelphians. Um, and let's work together to, to make Philly a more humane city for everybody. Well said. I mean, there's a lot of people that say they're not people persons or you know, they don't get along with people really well, but you can still get along with animals at the end of the day. Exactly. Exactly. So there you have it. Get involved, help others, help animals, help the city. Samantha, thank you so much. Um, this went really well and I appreciate your time and uh, we'll make sure to share this and get the word out for you. Sounds great. Thanks so much for having me.